Welcome back to a very special edition of the Sports Hour. This is Mitch Mo, And this is The Mormon. Guys, welcome to the bonus episode. The bonus The bonus <laughs> Uh, which which legit sounds like the name of some sort of Pokemon, right? A, a bonus or, or a, an extinct dinosaur? Oh yes, Maybe a distant relative of the alligator. Right, absolutely. I, I, I think like I think a hundred percent, hundred percent. Yes, the bonus sode, guys. We <clears throat> hit a thousand downloads on the podcast uh, last week, and as a token of gratitude and appreciation, we are bringing this. Bonus so to you today. Uh, we appreciate all of the support, everybody who's been listening, sharing, downloading the podcast. Uh, it's 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 great. I don't know what, I don't know what else to say, Mitch. Yeah, I don't know, we it's really, awesome. honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, we thank you guys for all the love and support, the listens, the downloads, the the sharing on the socials. Um, with, without the listeners, we really can't do this. We don't have an audience to put this out to. So really, we cannot do this without you guys. Thank you so much to our friends, our family, our past guests, Jordan Fox, Andrew Pseni, Breckham Pseni. Uh, we look forward to having you guys on in the future. We look forward to putting out future sports content for you guys. Thank you for allowing me and Dallin to do something that we actually just like to do in our spare time off the mic. We don't even have to record this. Like we, This is something we enjoy doing. We call each other up a couple times a week. You just talk sports. Just catch up. And so thank you for allowing us to put something out for you guys to listen to each and every week. Exactly. And so here we are today to give you guys a little additional content. Okay, It's, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be real light. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about of some some fun things we might we might even offend you today we might offend Ooh. you uh that's Ooh. how we do it we show appreciation by by offending our listeners this is not unfortunately Millennials. we chose a premise in our bonus though that's gonna make some listeners mad ironically enough i don't know why that was poor maybe poor planning on our part but anywho yeah, we, whatever. we are here with the bonus sode, so stick around and we'll be right back Welcome back. That, that what? Was, Wait, well, hold up. Is that the Mormon? That was, that was He's me. He's taking us out of the break? I, it felt Holy a little, smokes. It felt a little weird, if I'm being honest. That's like your thing. It sounded great, though. Yeah. It sounded great. <laughs> um, guys, we do want to apologize. Uh, we had some technical difficulties this week, and we're unable to put out our week three NFL recap episode, so apologies on that, but... You do have a ton of content to look forward to. We will be doing this week an MLB postseason preview as uh, we will have a set uh, MLB postseason coming up on uh, Thursday. I think Thursday is the start of the MLB postseason, uh, post, you know, wildcard play-in game. So we will be giving you a preview this week uh, and predictions to go along with that. And obviously, NFL recap, we'll be having our NBA Megasode coming up in a few weeks so if you're looking forward to the nba season be tuned stay tuned be tuned not the word stay tuned stay yeah, tuned stay, for that stay one tuned. yeah i yeah. mean you could be tuned i guess also 
Uh, I don't if know. If you just want to listen to the Sports Hour 24-7, just on loop from episode one all the way until now, and just keep it looping until the NBA Megasode, you can do that. Like, I am not opposed to that happening. Yeah. yeah. But I would recommend <laughs> that you get a life <laughs> yeah. at the same time. So I agree, Mitch. I, I think that was wise counsel. So, yeah, a ton of, a ton of uh, content coming up. As we get into a great time in sports, you know, when we have uh, MLB postseason, uh, NFL getting into like the midseason form in the beginning of the NBA season, uh, and then hockey. I guess hockey starts too. There won't yeah, be a lot. Yeah, I think we should. Uh, I think we should cover maybe a little bit more hockey. A hockey megasode? I'm just kidding. Get, that was- <laughs> nah, we don't know that much about hockey. But <laughs> hockey be- is super entertaining to watch. Super yeah. fun. And I, a sport that I would actually not be opposed to getting more into. Absolutely. So, a, a mega- if you are a hockey fan listening to this, let us know. Tell us how hockey works. Yes, please explain because it. We have no idea. No, we have I no mean, idea how we, it works. We know basics. You know, a uh, basics. A, a hockey megasode would just be like two hours of us talking out of our asses, trying to I sound when, smart. When, you know, when we recorded an episode together in the same room, I was over in Utah, and me and Dallin decided we were going to go watch the Stanley Cup. I believe it was game three or four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were at a we were at a sports bar in Salt Lake City, and we were watching the game, and we kind of just looked at each other and said. Do you know what's going on? And the other one was, nope, nope, we have no idea what's going on here. But we enjoy watching it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe yeah. maybe some hockey content. Maybe a little maybe, hockey. Maybe, maybe some hockey content. So Yeah. But but today, guys, no no NFL, no NBA, no MLB, no no hockey. Today is a special day, Mitch, and why is that? Ooh, guys. We've gotten feedback a lot about one of the segments that we have on the show. Usually we do it to open up the show, maybe after our news segment, before we get into the meat, the big part of our podcast. It is Mitch Moe's Top 5 List of the Week. And guys, this whole episode is dedicated to Top 5 lists, and it is my honor to bring on my compadre, my better half, the man I get to talk sports with every single week, Dallin Graff. He's got his own top five list this week. Can you I, believe that? I, I do. I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to join uh, this this wonderful thing. It's honestly my favorite thing we do on this sports hour. Oh, uh, it really right. is. The top five list, Mitch Moe's top five list of the week is like excellent. And so today, I'm going to be joining in, but Mitch... We don't just have one top five list, do we? Oh, no. It would not be a bonus note if we just had one top five list. That just wouldn't be fair to the listeners. No. When we do bonus notes, we go big. We have two. We, we got have t- two. And we got, we these, got are two. Just, these are just not two. We are going deep diving into these two lists here. You guys are getting some good ass content for a <laughs> yeah. bonus zone. Yeah, yes, absolutely. So let us start. One of the most Do you want popular... to bring us into the segment, Dallin? Oh, yes. Okay. I will okay, let I will. you sing okay. the song if Oof. you want to. I'm ready for this. Uh, do it. You guys? And a one. Get, and get two, ready for today's Mitch Moe's Top 5 List of the Week. Oh, that was so smooth. Thanks. That felt so smooth. That that felt great, honestly. Uh, that Good. felt great. I'm no, glad. 
You sounded great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Today, we are bringing back probably the most popular, my favorite list that was ever been featured on the show, which is the top five most punchable faces in sports. We are here with another top five. Guys, there are so many punchable faces so many. in the world, and especially in sports. And this was probably the best received top five list that we've done. And so we wanted to bring it back. Dallin wanted to make his own list. And yes, so I, like, I really did. Homie, let's do it. I'm not going to hold the homie back. Let's see him do. Let's see him put together Appreciate his own list that. here. <laughs> let's revisit, though, the previous top five to... Bring everyone back into you know the mindset of punching faces. I yeah yes yeah that's yeah yes punching Let, faces let's get is that the mindset again. we're bringing yeah. into <laughs> apparently Maybe. I, don't know. <laughs> I love it number five on the first edition of Mitch Moe's top five most punchable faces in sports number five was Devin George he was a forward for the Los Angeles Lakers in the early two thousands number four was Grace Nallen. Um, he was, played for the Blue, the Duke Blue Devils, and now for the Utah Jazz. Number three was the the. Uh, there's not even a word to dis- to describe how disgusting this human being is. Uh, Colin Cowherd um, <laughs> and his nasty sports takes. Uh, he was number three on the list. Number two is uh, the Beaver, the Buck Teeth, Joey Logano, and. <laughs> Number one, any Red Sox fan outside of the city of Boston. Uh, which, by the way, I want to reiterate, a lot of, lot of friends who are Red Sox fans out of, outside of Boston, but um, you got a punchable face. Sorry, my friends. You do. <laughs> but oh, man. You tell them. You we tell are, them. Let them know. We are revisiting this list again. We're building some other ones. Dallin, did you have any honorable mentions? Because I wrote down a few. Um, you know, I I had some, um, but I, you know, I don't know, not really. I, I had a few guys yeah. I thought of, but I, you know, they might end up on future lists. So I don't okay. know. I don't know if I really want to want to spoil what my honorable mentions may, may have been. Okay. Well, you know, I got about I got five. I got five that I'm just oh, going to mention fi- really quick. Five honorable mentions, guys. You are getting three top five lists this week. <laughs> Number. F- so my honorable mentions are uh, Paul Feinbaum, the guy oh. who covers a lot of um, Auburn, Alabama, SEC content, basically, yes. for college football. Paul Feinbaum, he's an honorable mention. Uh, Rajon Rondo uh, is another, oh, yeah. another there you go. very punchable face. <laughs> Didn't quite correct the top five for me. Brad Keselowski, NASCAR driver, driver in the Miller Lite number two car. Um, another very punchable face. Oh, Rowdy. So a lot of people may not know who Rowdy is. He is the Dallas Cowboys mascot. Oh. <laughs> That's a good um, one. That's a good one. And following on the theme of mascots, the San Diego Chicken, who was a mascot for the Padres back in the day. The um, San Diego Chicken. The San Diego Chicken. Pause I'm, the podcast. I'm literally Googling this as, you, as we speak. Yeah. Pause the podcast. Go look up a YouTube video of the San Diego Chicken. Um, very entertaining, but like... You kind of want to roundhouse kick him right in the throat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could punch that. Yeah, you could punch that so hard. So hard. Its other nickname was the KGB Chicken. What? What? Why was it known as the KGB Chicken? It might have been <laughs> part so of the whole Cold War. I, I'm not yeah, sure. That's weird. You know? All right. 
Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Tree. There so you go. Those are my there honorable mentions. I love it. But Dallin, because this is not your first top five. You did top five sports movies with me. I did. But I would like you to start off the top five most punchable oh. faces. I, Take it away, my friend. I, I would love to. Okay. Top five punchable faces by, by, by the Mormon. Okay. So... Number five on my list of most punchable faces is former NFL quarterback Jeff Garcia. <laughs> and he, 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 yeah. he's, he's mostly known for being a quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, made three Pro Bowls with the Niners, 2000, 2001, 2002. And, uh, you know, I, a guy who I even had uh, his jersey as a kid growing up. I, I had a number five Jeff Garcia jersey as a you kid. You definitely were punchable when you wore that Jeff yeah, Garcia jersey. He, that does, yeah. And if you're wearing one today, currently, you are also very punchable. If there Jeff is Garcia no reason in 2018 for anyone to be wearing a Jeff Garcia jersey. No, no good reason. But, anywho, the, I mean, he, he does, I mean, despite the fact that he does look like your, your, uh, your local orthodontist, uh, there is something that makes Jeff Garcia particularly punchable, and that is the fact that he is married to a former Playboy model. Hey, you know what? A, four, a former... Well done. The 2004 Playboy Playmate of the Year, Carmela de Cesare. De Cesare, well, that, I think. That I just butchered that. I that name is punchable. That. I, I, punchable. That. I mean, don't know how this man who just looks, who throughout his entire career looked like a man in his mid-40s, married yeah. a former Playboy model. I don't, like, how, how, did that, how did that happen? I don't, I don't understand. And you just, were right about the mid-40s thing. Like, even he does. when he was 23, he looked yes. like he was 45. He looked like he was 45, absolutely. He's also a weird mix, and, I, and this, is, this is not making punchable, it's just a weird note about him. He's a mix of Mexican and Irish. Which is a mix you don't see very often. Not, that not is a, a hairy alcoholic. Yes, that really is. That's a hell of a combination. That, right it there. is. It is. Jeffy Garcia, a weird, a weird person, but a punchable face nonetheless. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, you know Jeff Garcia. Who do you play after? Who do you play for after the Niners? He, for the Bucks. He played for the Bucks. He played for the Eagles as well. Uh, he actually went to a lot of teams. Niners, and Did then he, he play went for the Browns. He went to the Browns in 04, the Lions yeah. in 05, the Eagles the in Lions. 06, two years with the Bucks, and then back to the Eagles in 09. Uh, played hmm. for the uh, UFL in 2010, the the United Football League. Uh, the U.S. A... United. The, it was uh, yeah, the UFL is what it says. Yeah. Played so, in a, yeah, United just Football a, League. a league that folded. A league yeah, that folded. Yeah, after a yeah. few years. Uh, also um, played in the CFL before joining the Canadian Football League, before joining the NFL. So oh, okay. he, he had a very interesting career, to say the least. But a four-time Pro Bowler. So, hey, you know, okay. he's got that. Hey, got that, so. he's got that under his belt. All right, Mitch, what's your number five? Oh, number five. Let's, uh, let's go to basketball for this one. I'm going with Russell Westbrook. Oh, yeah. As my number five. Guys, let's break this down genetically, okay? Let's let's look <laughs> at, like, the way his face is built, okay? Wow. You're about to, like, destroy this man's existence. <laughs> genetically very I, punchable. He's got a small face. He's he got a small face. And it's not like, it's, it's not like, I don't know what it is, but it seems so scrunched together. It's compact. Like, yeah, it's very compact. 
you could catch a jaw, a nose, and an eye all in one swing. If you have true. a big enough fist. True, if true. You, if yeah. you got a big enough fist, if you go open hand, that's not really a punch. That's a slap. Right. But you could catch the whole face. If you oh, go yeah. closed fist, and you're big enough there with the four knuckles and the thumb, you could you could get it all in one swing. Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah. I think so. I think so. You know, and, it, and it's funny. He is such a polarizing person. You either love Russell Westbrook or you, like, despise him. He's probably one of the most polarizing oh. player. Probably the most, definitely the most polarizing player in the NBA. Probably the reason he's so punchable is I. I know I don't care for his personality. I don't, and so he's way too just out there, cocky, big ego, for me. And I just, and I, I can't stand him watching him play basketball. I can't. I don't know if you feel the same way. I, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't mind him as if, much, but he's not not my favorite player. He, he was actually an honorable mention on my list. I, I, I thought about – he was one of the names okay. I thought about when I was creating my I list. I can't so. stand watching him play basketball. He's just – and that's probably because I'm a little old school and I like to see my point guards dish the ball, um, which I guess he does fairly well, but he, he just scores way too much for a point guard for me. And I don't know why I'm so angry about that, yeah. but I am. So – whoa, excuse me. Oh, Hello. <laughs> hope that's not audible on the on the. Uh, I hope it is. On the pod. I hope it is. <laughs> I, I hope it's not. It was a burp, not a fart. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But good. Good to clarify. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to clarify what end it was coming out of. Um, but yeah, Russell Westbrook, number five on my list. That's probably a good one. A slow, probably a slow start to my list, but it's gonna heat up. I promise oh, you. Ooh, it's gonna heat up. All right. Um, up. I have an interesting number four. So the number four on my list. Is a is a player by the name of Connor McDavid. Who the hell is Connor McDavid? Listen, we talked about well, hockey earlier, hold up, right? Hold up. You talk about it. I'm going to look him up. Okay, good idea. I we think ta- you're making people up. We, we talked about hockey earlier. For the very few probable hockey fans of the podcast, you probably know who Connor McDavid is. Number one pick in 2015 to the Edmonton Oilers, and uh, has been a great player in in the NHL. I literally didn't know about this guy until two days ago, uh, but he has made the punchable faceless regardless because he was a part of a article slash cover for GQ, and there is this disgusting picture of him looking like the most basic punchable white man I've ever looked at in my life, and I just had to throw him on the list for that cover. That is it. He borders, like, he walks a very fine line. Like, so, as a dude... (laughs) <laughs> who's into chicks and watches and watches sports and Dallin can attest to this I know you'll agree with this there's a fine line you walk between handsome and punchable yes absolutely there's absolutely. a fine line you walk and I, all the other dude listeners out there I know you agree with me who <laughs> like chicks and maybe if, you know, if you lead the other way that's okay that's okay but maybe you agree with this too there's a fine line you walk between Handsome and punchable. Yes. And Connor McDavid is like almost falling off that tightrope towards punchable. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like, here's a good example Jimmy G, just arguably handsome. Awesome. Oh, so handsome. And, and not punchable. But, but no, Connor McDavid, not. I need you guys, again, pause the podcast, go Google Connor McDavid GQ and just look at this picture of him. Ah. It's so gross. Oh, hold you, on. Let me, you, let me look it up here live. Let, let you me, described let me. it perfectly, Mitch, that 
there's a fine line between handsome and punchable, and he crossed that line. He's into punchable territory. Is it the one with territory. him in the jacket? Oh, yeah, and he's just staring straight into the camera like he's trying to pierce your soul. Oh, it's so gross. Punchable. I want it's to... very punchable. There are so many things violently that I would want to do to that person. Right <laughs> Without killing him. I don't okay, know what it is. Good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I would just... I, ah, I, would, I would take a few years just to go learn martial arts. Like, how, like how to roundhouse kick someone. Like, that type of martial arts. Like, Chuck Norris martial arts. Right. Just so I can hunt down Connor David and roundhouse kick him. I'd, I'd, push, I'd push him in front of a bus. Oh, like, that, like that, that's, that's killing someone. That, that's... <laughs> That's killing someone. That but I mean, is, like, uh, you know, the bus is coming. He's just sitting on the there on his on his phone on Instagram, and it's kind of like a little accidental shove. You know, not that. Like, <laughs> he's oh the God. guy that looks in the mirror and takes a takes a mirror selfie. Yes. And does the like does the does yeah, the duck face? Yes, deal. yes, absolutely. And then post I wish it, you guys could see what and, I just did. Yes, because it was he perfect. He would do that and, and post it with some existential quote about existence or happiness. You or know, or nothing that or nothing that makes sense. Yes. Nothing I, I, that makes sense. Mitch, you've never been more right in your life. That was Like, you would take that picture and be like, boat shoes are the shiz. <laughs> but then you don't see his shoes, and you're like, are you wearing boat shoes? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, shout out to Connor McDavid and any hockey no, fan. No, no shout out. No I mean, shout yeah, out to Connor sh- McDavid. Sh- well, shout out for a punchable face. An unshout out. Ma- made the list. <laughs> All right, Mitch, what's your number four? All right, number four. Is uh, we're gonna go back to NASCAR here. We had a oh, NASCAR driver yes. on my first list. That was Joey Logano. We're gonna go back to NASCAR, and that is going to be Kyle Busch. Uh, yes, please. He is so, 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 so punchable, and he drives a car with a children's candy on it. Like when you're an adult, you don't go buy a bag of M and M's, do you? No, not just for no, yourself. no. Not you do the manly yourself. thing. You do the manly thing. You. Or the adult thing, right? If you, if you buy a candy bar, which adults don't buy candy bars. Let's be real here. Do you? I don't, I don't know. Do you I, buy candy bars? I, I don't remember the last time I bought a candy I bar. I don't remember the last time I bought I a candy I don't want to shame those who don't, though. So if, you Maybe know. if I'm going to a movie so I can sneak it in. Oh, like, yeah, that's yeah, when okay, I buy yeah, a candy bar. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but like I, adults don't just walk through and it's like, ah, I'm going to buy a candy bar here. It's a child thing to do to buy M&M's. And Kyle Busch is a child. <laughs> this guy is... He's such a child, and he, he gets so worked up over little... It's probably his his ego and his personality, along with his face, that makes him so punchy. Oh, absolutely. Like if, just, like, if he just had the face, but he had a good personality, I probably wouldn't care. But the fact that he has a shit personality... Like, he's just an asshole. <laughs> and it's probably because... As a motorsports fan, there there are people that wear the black hat. Dale Earnhardt did it probably the best of anyone of all time. And I like Dale Earnhardt. Like, but he wore the black hat as like the bad guy, even uh-huh. though he was right. the bad guy. Like he wore that, like people loved to hate him type deal. Like Kyle Bush, I don't think anyone loves to hate Kyle Bush. I think people just hate Kyle Bush. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that's why he makes this list for me. And he could have been a lot higher up, but I got three guys in front of him that uh, you really want to drop kick in the lower jaw. Yeah. 
particularly punchable. Yeah. I so, you know, I, I feel that's a that is another one that I definitely thought about putting on this list. I know my dad will be very pleased to hear Kyle Bush's name on the punchable face list. So uh I, I know I know he'll be pleased with that. And then and then when he does and then when he does he doesn't do M and M's on his car, he does Skittles. Like stop with the child candy. Stop with it. Go be a man and do Snickers. Which I think yeah, he does yeah. Snickers every now and then. <laughs> but you know, just be a man and do I love it. That's a quote. Just, just be, be a, a man. man and do Snickers. I love it. Uh, <laughs> quote of the week. Quote, quote just of the week. be a man and eat a Snickers. Yeah, I love it. All right. Ooh, okay, top three now. Number three on my list is the uh, America's favorite sports family, uh, the Ball family, and specifically Leangelo Ball, Jello Ball, oh, yeah. the middle child of of uh of this family it's uh he he has a very punchable face look look at his face and and this little chin chin beard thing that he has going on it's gross it's it's just it's, it's just gross disgusting. it's just it's gross disgusting. it's like this little this little tuft of 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 hair on the bottom of his chin shave it do something with it do something else i i can't just i can't keep shaving it until you can be a man and grow a Grow regular facial hair. Exactly, and That's you know, you know, it's it, it's particularly you know based on the family he comes from. But that chin beard, man, it just pushes him pushes him right over the edge for me. I can't, I can't do it. Leangelo, ball thir- number three on my list. Stupid chin well, beard. Yeah, and I mean, when you have the short name of your regular full name, Leangelo, is a gelatin dessert that. No one really goes after like no nobody just je- like chooses to eat Jello like no one no one like chooses to they're like oh I'm guess I'm stuck with Jello like people just don't like go out of their way to choose Jello like you're not sitting there like, at night and you're like you know what I'm in the mood for you know what will tickle my Jell-O. fancy I'm not going I'm gonna, to boil it I'm and gonna, then I'm gonna make stick some it in the Jell-O. fridge no I'm gonna stick it in the fridge for five hours and wait to <laughs> eat a, a shitty gelatin dessert no. When your name, when the short version of your name is that, it automatically raises your punchable face potential. Absolutely, hundred percent. Oh, oh, hello. Whoa, wait, whoa! What is the Niners game? Got got really loud. Oh, that's right. You have the Niners game going right now. Niners Chargers. Niners were up seven nothing. C.J. Beathard. What the? Oh, how did that working out? I don't. I don't know. Apparently, so far, so good. The Raiders Browns game going on right in front of me. Seven three, Uh, right? That's what it is. I seven so. three Raiders seven, up. Three. Okay. Yeah, I got uh, I got Baker playing today. So oh, Baker and Antonio Callaway. I'm giving him a shot. See what happens here. So because we had a, we had a funky bye week and my dynasty team is kind of garbo. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, Mitch. What's your number three? Number three. Number three. We're gonna go back to the theme of mascots. Oh, okay. And I want you to take a second and Google this guy. Like, it's not really a guy. It's a, it's a fictional character. Right. It is a Brutus the Buckeye, the Ohio State mascot. Oh, yeah. I want to punch that thing. He has a face that looks like he just farted and doesn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> he, like, he pooped his pants and has no idea what to do now. And... Every picture I have, he has his hands up in the air like, oh, just poop my pants. Don't know what to do. 
What do I do next, guys? In addition to that, I want you to look up Evolution of Brutus. Dallin, do that right now. Okay, I'm going to Google it. And go to Google Images and look up Evolution of Brutus. The results, I want you to tell me what your first initial thought is of the results. You there yet? Yes, I'm here. What? Okay. So he went from a small child size of just like the nut that comes off a buckeye tree, right? Right, right. To a slightly bigger size of the nut that comes off a buckeye tree. Right. To arms and legs, humanoid form with a buckeye head. He looks like a freaking Pokemon evolution. (laughs) It does. Does he not? It does. It is ridiculous. Like, just stop. Just stop. I want to kick him in his fat Hey Arnold head so bad. (laughs) Hey Arnold, that's what he—that's what he reminds me of. Hey Arnold's a punchable cartoon. Whoa, whoa no, I will—I will not stand for Hey Arnold hate on the podcast. Just on looks alone, though. No, we know—we know Arnold's character. Like, come on, not a come punchable on. face. I disagree. Oh, and, I disagree. Well, <laughs> I, I'm more of a Gerald Gerald fan than oh, I okay. am a, right. an yeah. Arnold fan. But I'm Team Gerald. But <laughs> Brutus. Yeah, number three, and that, and it, it makes it so much easier to hate Brutus because a lot of people hate Ohio State, right? Yeah, especially especially in the midst of the, the controversy that they're in right now with Urban Meyer. So, yeah, that's a good one, Brutus. That's a good Brutus one, number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, one of the most punchable mascots. We should probably make that into a list: punchable mascots. I, I think there's a right? serious. I think there's two lists. Two lists available for, for just mascots. Alone. Yeah, yeah, so I think I, so. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay, I love it. Stay tuned I love in, it. but yeah, stay tuned. Did you see, uh, real quick, I don't want to go on a tangent, but I, I, I'm sure you saw the Philadelphia Flyers, the hockey team, just got a new mascot. Oh, I didn't. Uh, Google it. It is disgusting. And then, uh, oh, you know, oh. yeah, just just, just see so if you haven't seen that yet in the news, guys, it came out this week. It's weird. It's like this orange ball of something, but... I don't know what it has to do with uh, flyers or anything, but we'll, we'll talk about some mascots in the future. I really like this. I, I think there's <laughs> there's some interesting things to go with that. All right, we are top two now. I have the number two on my list, which is everybody's favorite man in the NFL, Roger Goodell. Oh, t- no, number two no. on the punchable face list, R- Roger Goodell. Not only is he a terrible commissioner, and I, and I think that's pretty widely accepted that he's not a very good NFL commissioner. He just he just has he just has a punchable face. And maybe because he he never seems like he knows what he's doing. So you're like, you don't know how to do your job. I I, I don't understand. I don't understand how he doesn't know how to do his job. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Okay, I just found the Flyers mascot. Is it the guy that looks like a fat orange Yeti? Yes, yes. Oh that yep. guy's terrible. Yeah. That's that's the weirdest mascot. That's Why I don't awful. understand. I don't understand. Oh, God. Yeah. Sorry, Roger Goodell. No, it's good. Sorry, I, it's I, all good. Yeah, Roger Goodell doesn't ever know what he's doing, just has a punchable face when he talks about anything. He does. And Any you know press what? conference. <laughs> Any press conference, his speech pattern is like he says three words and then takes a five-second break. Then another three words, five-second break. The NFL has decided that Ezekiel Elliott will be suspended for six games 
in the 2017 season. Like he's <laughs> his voice is more punchable, I think, than his face. Yeah, it's you know it's it's the overall combination of things with him. But yes, I mean it's when he's talking specifically. When you see him oh, talking, yeah. you just want to punch him in the face. That's just what it comes down to. Absolutely. So, are we, are we moving on to number yeah. two? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay, number two. I want to go... Not a, not an athlete again. Actually, my last two are not athletes at all. Oh. They're sports figures. Number two, I want to go to the psychopath-looking Mark Davis. Oh, yes. God, look at that haircut. Ugh. That screams, I kill people. Absolutely. Like absolutely, you know. Do you remember the 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 scissors in kindergarten that did like the squiggly shapes? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That looks like scissors. what he did. He did that bowl cut with the squiggly scissors. <laughs> he, he cut his own hair with the squiggly scissors. Like, oh, this. Or one good. it was with like the holiday festive bowls that like are regular shaped, and he stuck out like, "Did they only pull my god? Cut my hair!" <laughs> like that's Mark Davis. Oh, God, he's just so bad. He's just so bad. I love and, it. And, and you know what? It, probably part of it has to do with uh, the, the whole Al Davis thing. Mm-hmm. The fact that he's related to Al Davis. Yeah. But the haircut does it for me. Oh, it's the, bad. The hair is terrible. Worst it's hair bad. in sports. Yeah, yeah. Worse than James 100%. Conner. Oh, yeah, yes, I had, and James Conner has a disgusting haircut, but yes, Mark, Mark Davis yeah. is much worse. Is this weird for me? I, I don't know if any of you guys can relate, but when I look at Mark Davis, I think of a Teletubby. Is that, <laughs> He's is that, Poe! He's Poe! <laughs> is that yeah. weird? I don't, I don't know. Like, that's just what I like. That's what Tinky I see when I see... Tinky and Lala and yeah. Mark Davis. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know why it is. That's just what I think of when I see Mark Davis. I don't know. I, I totally agree. He, he's this short, fat dude with a terrible haircut. He looks like a Teletubby. That's, yeah. That is a great... That's a great analogy. That's a great comparison, not analogy. Comparison. I'm I'm glad you're with it because I thought that was a little weird. Uh, No, it was definitely out there, but I think a lot. I think it's uh, yeah. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Good. Okay. Cool. All right. We are Mitchell. We at number one. Oh, oh, we're at number one. We're at number one. Okay, number Number one one on the Mormons' most punchable faces in sports was so easy. I didn't even have to think about it. Tony Romo. Uh, most punchable face. I I just can't stand Tony Romo. I can't. I don't know what it is. And it's not even just pure cowboy hate. Because I don't even really... I don't like the cowboys, but I don't hate them. I just hate Tony Romo. He I could, agree. Like, he, he could save a kitten out of a tree and I'd be like, oh, freaking Tony Romo. freaking hate that guy. Like, like no matter what. I can't. I, I don't know what it is. Let's let's trademark this look because I think we can call it the Connor McDavid look, where he walks the line of punchable and handsome, and he's leaning towards like almost falling over into the side of punchable. Yes, yes. I I think that's where Tony Romo's at. He is so, like he's handsome enough to date Jessica Simpson. Admirable, he, yes, admirable. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah there like, you go. It's good. Good for him. <laughs> Two claps. Two claps for Romo dating. Dating uh, Jessica Simpson back in the day. But I think his lack of success, that was an awkward time to look up at the Raider game. It was right when Derek Carr, like, picked his crotch. That was a... 
That was an awkward time to look up at the game. But it, Tony Romo is the epitome of a hate as a as of a hated quarterback. Yes. I don't think there's I don't think there's a quarterback that has been so not accepted by his own fan base. Other yeah. than maybe Jay Cutler in Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Jay Cutler was less accepted in Chicago than Tony Romo was in Dallas. And I think that you put the combination of walking that fine line between handsome and punchable, and then you parlay it with the fact that he's just a terrible quarterback. Well, and that's like he's good, but he's like not great. He's like successful, but not really successful. It's like he's so a choke weird. artist. It's he's so a choke weird. Artist. It's like the statistically, you look at him, you're like, oh, Tony Romo's a good quarterback, and then you watch him play in big moments, you're like, no, he's not. I, it's it's so weird. I don't know. I yeah. can't. I can't. I can't with Tony Romo. Most punchable face. I'd punch Tony Romo in the face if I ever saw him in any situation. Like in if I was in church. If I was, oh, if, I was church, if I was at a job in interview, front of the Lord, oh would, my God, I would have to. Face? I would just have to run up, get him, get him, get him a right hook to the face, and then sit back down and sing the okay, hymn. So, I just so in church. Let's 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 um let's break this down. A little okay, bit. you are standing at the pearly gates. You just passed away. You're getting ready to go into heaven. Tony Romo is standing right in front of you. Do you cut him? No, I kind of like I do that thing where you kick somebody in the back of the knee and they fall down. <laughs> and as I walk by, I just kind of throw an elbow backwards like, into his yeah, into pow, his like right nose. Face. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And then St. Peter's standing there at the gate, just like that was justified. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Go Peter, on Peter yeah. daps me up. He's like, good, good luck, good luck. And then we just like, <laughs> he, and then I just go through. <laughs> he gives you none at the table, hot like fist bumps. Like, yeah. oh, way to go, bud. Way to go. <laughs> Romo's not getting it anyway, so it's all right. Oh uh, man, yeah. I don't know. Tony Romo, <laughs> never most punchable face for me. Mitch, <laughs> I'm excited to hear. What is yours? What is? What oh is your God, one? guys, this is Dallin knows. This is my other than Colin Cowherd, who was on my previous list, and probably. I would even say go back and he was too low on my list of punchable faces. Yeah, probably. Because of his probably. his absurd comments that he's made in the past. This guy makes equally as absurd comments. And I want to say that Max Kellerman is the number one most punchable oh, face. really? Yeah, Max Kellerman. And I think he should go into a boxing ring, which is where he claims he's a he's an expert in boxing. And go get socked by every boxer on the face of the earth because his face is just awful. It's terrible to look at. He always looks like he just... Uh, I'm going back to the poop his pants deal. He pooped his pants and he doesn't know what to do. His eyes are always like wide open, like 100%. 103, he looks, he looks, 102% wide open. He looks like, very concerned like all the time. You know? He does. What, what are you concerned about, Max? I don't... He, and you know what? And when I watch first take, I definitely tend to lean more Stephen A than I do Max Kellerman. But that aside, Max Kellerman has this outrageous idea of what the Giants are every single year, every single NFL season. He he, I don't know. Oh oh, the Browns broke one. Oh, there we go. There Breaking we go. News. 
Touchdown Browns! There you go. Let's go. I, t I took Cleveland over Oakland this we week. Both, so. We both did, so we're banking on yeah. the Baker Mayfield train. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, really what it comes down to me is I sold all of my stock on the Raiders when they traded Khalil Mack. So I I am absolutely <laughs> yeah. out on the Raiders 100% this year. So. <laughs> oh, what a hole. That was a great blocking job of the Browns' offensive line. Um, but, yeah, so not to take away from the fact – sorry, that was a – Breaking yeah, news. Yeah, we, we got. Deal, we're watching games right now. Max so. <laughs> is the most punchable face in sports. Part two. Part two. Okay. Yeah. Red Sox fans outside the city, Boston. Max Kellerman. You two are the worst people on the face. Wow, you. I love it. Now, I would. How I have a question for you. How much would you pay pay per view to watch Max Kellerman go? Box Colin Coward. Oh God! If it's under a thousand dollars, you do it for a pay per view. I'd do it. I'd probably do like a good four hundred dollars to watch them box. And even if it even if it was over a thousand dollars, I would illegally stream that fight just so I could watch these two clowns punch each other in the face. I think that's a great idea, and I, I hope it goes fifteen rounds. And I then, think it will because they're too big of pansies to knock <laughs> each other out. And then after, I think it goes 15 rounds. And then after every round, they have to give a ridiculous hot take or just a, a, an incredibly stupid statement about sports to oh motivate the other guy to punch him. I, I think that'd be great. Uh, I would love it. I'd love it. You get one round where a fan just gets to come in and punch each of them in the face. Like I think, I think you could really sell yeah, this. Make, make it a make it a like a triple threat match. Yeah, like yeah. WWE just like have a random person come up and be like, all right, I'm gonna beat the shit out of both of you. Yeah, Let's I think go. I think we should call we should call ESPN and FS1 and get this going. I, I really think tickets. this is a good I would, idea. <laughs> I think they should do that at MGM. We'd sit court, would, we'd sit ringside, wouldn't we? Ringside. I would. I, I'd buy tickets and then I would <laughs> buy as many raffle tickets as possible to win that raffle to go in and fight them. Yeah. Like if they said, <laughs> oh, I'd like to buy a thousand tickets. Oh, but they're a dollar a piece. I don't give a shit. I'm going to buy a thousand <laughs> tickets just so I can get have the best chances to go in there and punch both of them in the face. Oh, man. I love it. I, I am not as much on the Max Kellerman hate as you, but I do feel you. I do feel you. So, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, I love it. That is great. This, this has been the top five most punchable faces in sports. Again, another top five list. And this is such a fun topic. It'll probably pop up again. Uh, later so look in, forward in the near, to more in the future yeah. to more punchable faces okay mitch we've done the top five punchable faces and like we said we have another top five list to give you guys today on the bonus so and what is the topic of this list mitch there are fan bases who are lovable in sports i like to bring up the lovable losers the chicago cubs Fan bases that stick by their team no matter what. But then there are fan bases that are just, you can't tolerate them. And that is why, on the second edition of this episode, of this episode's Mitch Moves, top five list of the week, we are going into the top five most insufferable fan bases in the Sports. Oh yes, get ready to get offended. Is all, I, is we're going to offend some people. We are going to offend, and I know with our number one, 
Because I'm pretty sure you and I have yeah. the same number one. We, we didn't talk about this, but yeah, we both are pretty sure we know what the other number one is, and it's the same. We're, we're going to offend some people, and we need to make apologies before we get to number one. Oh, I ain't apologizing. So, I ain't apologizing I, for I nothing. I will apologize just so I can stay friends with them. Hey, listen. Just so- listen. This is what I will say before we get into this list, and I will even say that I put myself on this list. I put it. I put a fan base that I am a part of on this list, and this is why. If you are a member of one of these worst or insufferable fan bases, just own it. Just own it. It's okay to be a part of one of these. It's not a bad thing. It's just it is what it is. So I say just own it. Don't be offended. Embrace it. Okay. That's okay. what I say. So, you know. You heard it. Yeah. You heard it here first. Yeah. Sports are from the Mormon. <laughs> just accept it. Yeah. Okay, Mitch. I went first last time. I want to hear yours. How about you start with number five? Okay. Number five, I'm going with L.A. Lakers fans. Ugh. You guys I am so offended, Mitch. (laughs) You are so cocky about your sports franchise. And, oh, oh, but we had George Mikan. Oh, but we had Kobe Bryant. Oh, we had Kareem. Oh, we had Shaq before he left us and dominated us in the finals. We had all these guys. No one cares. (laughs) I don't care. You guys are insufferable. Year in and year out, no matter how bad your team is, you try to justify the fact that your team is somehow going to be a top eight team in the West to make the playoffs. Oh, but we got uh, we got Brandon Ingram. Oh no, but we got we got Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo Ball. Now you guys can uh, you can argue it because you got LeBron James. Okay, you, you got LeBron James. That's your team changer right there. And you you also added, you know, Lewis Stevenson and all those guys. They're going to be great contributors, I think. But L.A. Lakers fans really just don't care who's on their roster. They just automatically think that their team is a contender in the West. And that hasn't been the fact for a while. For a long time. Even when Kobe was there at the back end of his career. A long time, the Lakers have not been a contender in the West. Fight me, Dallin. I'm I'm just gonna plead the fifth on this for now. I, I just I'm uh. just I'm just I'm just gonna plead the fifth on this for now. Uh, <laughs> you'll find out why later. Um, okay. but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna plead the fifth on this for now. Um, but that's a, that's a good one. Uh, okay, number five on my list are the Alabama college football fans, and specifically specifically Alabama fans. That aren't even from Alabama, and I will open this up to any fan of a college team in which they have never lived in that state, ever. Like, ever. If you've never lived in the state that your team, your college football team is from, then you are... You're a terrible fan. It makes no sense to be an Alabama fan if you're not from Alabama. Other than that... You're just a bandwagon fan, and you just want to root for the best team in the nation. It's stupid. I hate it. I hate it. I hate, I hate meeting Alabama fans that aren't even from Alabama. You've probably never even been to Alabama. You probably don't even know the capital of Alabama. I bet you don't. Well, Dallin, you know that when it comes to football, then, professional and collegiate, I definitely qualify for that. Well, I'm, I'm specifically talking collegiate because you're an Oregon fan, right? Yeah, I'm a Yeah, Ducks. you've never lived in yeah. Oregon. You're, you're part of this. I've never lived... 
I've been to Oregon a lot, okay? <laughs> it just it makes no in, – in, in NFL, I get it because there's not a team in every state. If you're, if you're in Oregon, what team do you root for professionally? There's no Oregon team. I get that. But collegiate well, here, sports here, so is better. all about regional teams. You vote for – you root for your local team, and there's local teams everywhere in every state no matter where you're from. So it makes no sense to be a fan of another college. So, so here's – Here's a defend yourself. So sure, this, let's okay? hear it. Yeah, okay. So, so <laughs> no one wants to root for the Cal Bears unless you were a hardcore when they were good. I guess I I, I recognize that they were in the top twenty-five. They actually just lost to the Ducks. They were ranked. Cal was ranked number twenty-four. Oregon's ranked number nineteen. They just lost. Is it yesterday mm. to the Ducks? Forty-two. I think it was forty-two twenty-four or something like that. I don't want to be a USC fan because. You know, F USC. Okay, all right, sure. No one likes UCLA football. Yeah. Unless you're a hardcore UCLA fan. And if Chico State had a... I live in Chico, California, so if Chico State had a football team like they did up until the late 80s, early 90s, I'd probably be a Chico State fan, even though they're not They're not a, you know, Division One. Right. So I, I got to go with the Ducks. I got to go with the Ducks because, ugh, come on, if, if you don't live in Corvallis, Oregon, you're not a Beavers fan, right? Well, I mean, you can live in other parts of Oregon, but, like, you just – I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. NFL makes sense. These are professional teams. Co- college is all about, like, being regional or have gone to that school and you're alumni of the school and you root for that That's school. That's not Browns! It just doesn't make any sense. To be a fan of a of a collegiate team that you don't even like, you've never even been to the state, let alone lived there. Does it make sense? So sorry, sure, yeah. specifically Bama fans, but opened up to all other fans. I can't, I can't do it. Does it make sense? Okay, I hate it. <laughs> okay, all right, Mitch. I, I think rightfully so. I think rightfully so. So yeah. if you had to pick a collegiate team, who's your collegiate team? So my my, I, I always follow USC football. And, you know, being like, you know, my family being originally from L.A., I'm an L.A. sports fan pretty much throughout Dodgers, Lakers, you know, whatever. USC football is just kind of like what I grew up as. And I lived in California, obviously. Uh, so, yeah, that's like the one team I think I probably root for. But I follow a lot of the collegiate teams in places that I've lived, like UW, University of Washington. I kind of follow what they do. I follow the Utah teams now that I live here. But, like, it just seems it's more regional than anything else. So Okay. But okay. that's all i got to say about that. All right, Mitch, what's your number four? My number four is the Philadelphia Eagles fans. Oh, wait, you're going you to hate s- on them? You guys are so pessimistic. You know they <laughs> booed at the draft when they drafted Donovan McNabb, probably the best quarterback in that franchise's history. Yeah. Am I wrong in that assumption? No, that's, that's pretty sucky. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And everything is just like the worst for you guys. I don't understand why you guys have so much to gripe about. You just won a Super Bowl. Yeah, your team is not as good as it was last year. Yeah, historically your team has choked year in and year out in the playoffs. Just own it. Own it that your team chokes and stick by your team. Don't boo them. I mean, they're I'm pretty sure this is the fan base, and I could be wrong. That is notorious for throwing things onto the field. Beer bottles, cups, 
brand new nachos. I mean, who throws brand new nachos? That's on just the field? a waste. That's just wasteful. That is just a waste <laughs> of a Mexican delicacy that you throw on the field because your team sucks. You know, just own it. Just own that your team sucks. That's all I gotta say. Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know why they bug me. My, my yeah, neighbor I... actually. My neighbor's is an Eagles fan, and uh, but he and he's not one of those types of Eagles fans. Oh, okay, okay, okay. yeah. I think you know, if, I think the closer you get to Philadelphia, and you find Eagles fans, the closer you get to Philadelphia, the more like the stereotypical Eagles fans they are. Yeah, I, you know, it's uh, I, I was kind of taken aback at first because I don't want to, I don't, I don't really particularly hate Eagles fans, but you know, they did boo Nick Foles week one of the NFL season. I, I yeah. watched that game, the opening game of the season. They did boo the Eagles and Nick Foles. Like, like you guys you, just like, won a Super. He just won you a Super Bowl, and he it's just like won you a Super Bowl. He's played like, two quarters, else, and you're gonna boo him. Like that's would weird. Would you rather have? Would you rather have Tom Savage than Nick Foles? No, <laughs> right. hell no. You'd rather <laughs> right. have Nick Foles. You better yeah. be happy you got Nick Foles. Yeah. And the oh, the Raiders almost just scored. Oh. Raider uh, Martavis Bryant just dropped a pass. Uh, Ooh. Pretty stereotypical of Martavis Bryant. Yeah, <laughs> true. Past. True, true. Anyway, true. Dallin, what's your number four? Um, that that was a good one, by the way. Um, my oh, my number four is, uh, and I'm very excited to say this: uh, Green Bay Packers fans. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I know you just I, lost I, two subscribers I, that I know of. They'll stay for a- you, Angela Mitch. And Jordan are just are just. The, they'll stay for you. Listen. Packers fans are just I hope so. <laughs> just I don't know. You guys like the 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 team is only good because of Aaron Rodgers and I swear that if I didn't know the context of conversations when you talk about Aaron Rodgers I would think that you were talking about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. By the way, by the way that you talk about Aaron Rodgers playing football. It is is ridiculous. Like I know he's great. I get it. But like He's, he's not the savior of the world. Your team's not that good. It really isn't. Aaron Rodgers is great. That's the only good thing about your team. I, like, we, we, you have way too... You, you, you think your team's better than it actually is. I would just like you to admit, our team sucks, but Aaron Rodgers is great, so we could probably be good. I, I would just like that, you know? I don't know. I can't. It's just kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. You know, and as a Bears fan, like I, I totally understand that. But I've become tolerant, even as a Bears fan, of Packers fans, because one, I think that Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time. We've had that conversation on here before. It's probably not the last time we'll have that conversation, but you know what? It it's fun watching a Packers game with a Packers fan. Because they, they refer to everyone on a first-name basis like they know them personally. Uh. And and it's like, ah, damn it, Geronimo, why didn't you catch that pass? Why didn't you catch that pass? Like, if Geronimo can't hear you, bud. Geronimo <laughs> can't hear you. It, yeah, that's, that's a good four. I yeah, like that. I think so. I You know, I, I do have to ask you, Greg, um, I know you're listening, and I know Kayla... Uh, doesn't listen to the podcast. So if you could just make sure you rewind this and show her that part, because way, Kayla is a Packers fan, and I just, and, and and I I just I have to ask Greg. I know 
I know you're a Niners fan. That's cool with me. Can you just make sure that my niece does not end up as a Packers fan? That's all I no. ask. Liliana, uh, Liliana, please I'll, do not be a Packers fan. I will uh, I will make sure Liliana is a Bears fan, actually. Oh, so okay. I got, I got a Bears onesie on order. So Oh, that's what I should buy her for Christmas It's a Panthers onesie. I'm going to try to sway her now while she's one and she's impressionable. That's By the way, <laughs> happy birthday to Miss Liliana. Yeah, a listener, a listener week. of the podcast. That's right. A the, the prob- probably the youngest listener. A probably, I would have to say so. You know, one years old just turned the big one. Yeah, you know, Greg sent happy me a video birthday, of uh, of her listening and smiling when she heard Tio on the on the phone talking about sports. I love it. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Liliana, I, youngest I, I listener. Her, I call her Bubs. Bubs. Because, yeah. Yes. Remember, yes. remember the the uh, the holiday we spent up in uh, Oregon on the coast. We, uh, she makes bubbles with her mouth, and so I, <laughs> I called. I started calling her Bubs, but it's very cute. Oh, touchdown cute. Raiders! Oh, okay. Touchdown Raiders! Amari Cooper. Well, look at that. Gets the touchdown there. Look at that. It's that good game so far. Me. Good game That's so okay. far. Okay, that was my that was my number four. Are we on to your number three? Right. Here we are. Okay. I'm going with Dallas Cowboys fans. Oh, yeah. 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 They, uh, yeah, they tend to one. dwell 23 years ago when they won a Super Bowl. <laughs> you guys have not been relevant for 23 years. Stop talking about the 1995 Super Bowl that you guys <laughs> went to. Stop talking about it. I don't want to hear it anymore. Cowboys fans are literally the worst. They just... Uh, I I don't know, Dallin. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if there's much more I could say about them just because uh, they're that you, terrible. Yeah, you know, I they were an honorable mention on my list for sure. It was a team that I thought about putting on here. Uh, was Cowboys fans? It just seemed too easy for me. Uh, so I tried to. I, sure. I, I didn't end up putting them on. Pick. But I, you're absolutely right. They they have not been a good team in a really really long time, and I don't know why. If you're a Cowboys fan. Uh, and maybe it's because uh, Colin Coward, who is the worst cow, or no, is it no, no, it's not. It's Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is is the worst Cowboys fan out there. Uh, who, no matter what they do, thinks they're gonna like win a Super Bowl every year. I just, I feel like that's just like the typical Cowboys fan. I can't. It's yeah. weird. Their team's always stacked. Their team's always the best. Yeah, it's they, but they're not. No one can they're beat not. them. They're going they're not, sixteen to zero. Yeah. Newsflash. It's, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> Newsflash, <laughs> they just won their what is it? Oh, their second game. I their guess. second game. They're two and two. Calm down. Yeah. Calm <laughs> down, Cowboys fans. Oh, I like it. Okay. My number three is a fan base that has already ended up on this list. It's a fan base that I'm a part of, Lakers fans. Number uh, three yeah. on the worst fan bases. Listen, this is where I say you just have to own it. I understand why people hate Lakers fans. I mean – we we've we've been bad for a few years, and then we go and get in free agency the greatest basketball player on the on on the on the on planet Earth right now, and and yet we still have things to complain about. Like we we, we still have things to complain about. Like you don't think the Denver Nuggets fans would be jumping for joy if they got the greatest player in the league on their team? Like, why, yeah. what would they have to complain about? And yeah, we as Lakers fans still have things to complain about. I just saw this article in ESPN this week about how fans are saying that LeBron needs to earn their respect. What? Er, what? 
earned that respect. He's the what greatest respect he, left as he has to earn. He's the greatest player in the NBA. What? Like, what, just because you're a Lakers fan, you're like, oh, well, like Kobe and Magic, you got to earn our. That is bullcrap. Lakers fans, we suck sometimes, okay? It just is what it is. But, like, let's try to not suck as much, maybe. That would be cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're just we just suck. It's all good. I know it. I'm not as bad as other Lakers fans. I am pretty bad though. I am pretty bad. Every year we're gonna make the playoffs, no matter what. I thought it last year. And we didn't, <laughs> obviously. But uh yeah. yeah, I'm a part of that. And you know, it is what it is. I can't change who I am. <laughs> uh, oh man. God. Yeah. Lakers fans, man. They're 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 a mess. Okay. They're awful. Yeah. Okay, Mitch, number two. So number two I have a tie. Oh, a tie. Yeah, a tie. I couldn't decide between the two, and so here's what it is. I have number two, Bluke. Uh, Bluke. Bluke. What, <laughs> what is Bluke? Duke Blue Devils fans for basketball and USC Trojans fans for football. Mm. It's hard to pick between the two because both are equally as bad. The Trojans think that they could just they can make this BCS run. Every single year, and they just don't. They're, they are not the program that they were in 2003, 2004, 2005 with Reggie Bush, Pete Carroll, Matt Leinart, uh, Lindale White was another one there. I think they had Steve Smith at that time. They're not the team that they once were, and they won't ever be that good again. I, oh. think, that's as, I think that's as good as USC is ever going to get. Yeah. And the blue, the I almost said blue again. I love it. Another reason I hate the Duke Blue Devils is that their name is so hard to say. Apparently, <laughs> but they also the the Duke Blue Devils just they have a a stigma with them that they're always going to be good, and that's rightfully so. That they're always one of the top teams in the nation. I don't, I don't, I don't remember at least in my lifetime where they haven't been ranked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've always been ranked. And it, I think last year, maybe they might have not been for like a week because they were struggling to get going. But the whole Christian Leitner thing, Christian Leitner could have made a punchable face thing. Yeah, a punchable that is true. Faceless. That is true. And he was one of those guys that like people love to hate Christian Leitner, but they hate to love to hate. Like, there's that much hate there for Christian Hatner. Christian Hatner. Christian Hatner. <laughs> you, you love to hate Christian Leitner. And, um, yeah, they're my number two. I, I, I'm just they, I'm they, moving past this because, like, it's a tie. It's hard to explain why. Yeah. I think because collegiate sports is, is so dynamic in its, in its fan base. Right. Um. It's not like it's totally regional. It's 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 very uh, it, it's very widespread, especially with those two teams, USC and Duke. So, I, I and also I'm just excited to move on to number one. So. Yeah, no, I feel you know, and those are those are just I, I think of any like team that's been good for a while. USC one is great, and I'm a USC fan, but you're absolutely right. Like we're still hanging on to like 2004, 2005. And like it's not the same team. And every week, every year, I'm like, oh, we, we, you know, we have a shot at the at the college football playoffs, and and then we just don't because they're not that yeah. good. So <laughs> you're, I exactly. think, you, think you nailed that one. I'm I'm with it, uh, unfortunately. So okay, all right, my number two, 
I'm excited to talk about this one. Uh, Warriors fans. Golden State Warriors fans. Get out of here! You guys suck. You guys are the worst NBA fan group. We, fan are, not worse than, we are not worse than Lakers Yes, fans. because here is the thing. I grew up in Northern California, and I don't think I ever had a conversation with any of my friends or anybody I knew growing up that was a Warriors fan. Like, nobody, like, legit, like, I don't remember ever having a conversation about the Warriors or talking about the Warriors or meeting anybody that was a fan, and then all of a sudden, they get good, and all these people I know are Warriors fans, suddenly, like, like magic. And I don't, I don't remember you guys being fans of the Warriors oh, 15 did years you say ago. you like magic because you're a Lakers fan? You insufferable you <laughs> fan. It's just, I, I don't, where did you guys come from? I don't know. I'm sure maybe in your heart you believe that you've been a Warriors fan all this time. I don't I'm not buying it. I call BS on that. I, I, I do know I do know of some lifetime Warriors fans. The Pacini family been a Warriors fan. Even when they were bad. My uncle Eric, Eric Pathel, he's uh he's been a lifetime Warriors fan. Because he's an Oakland sports guy. He is. But I do understand. okay, I understand the whole Warriors thing. There are a lot of and, sudden Warriors fans out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like, where were you guys 10 you, years ago? When I became an Ace fan, so like, I, my whole family's Angels fans, right? And so I, I had this constant dilemma, but I always liked the A's. And so like, I had this constant dilemma between Angels and A's. I remember watching an Angels-A's game where I became an A's fan. And it was when the A's were bad, by the way. I just uh-huh. want to point that out. It was when the A's were bad. And that's when I was like, Okay, I think I'm pulling hard for the A's right now. I think I'm an A's fan. It was like, fi- I, I don't know what it was like. But, you know, for the sake of, you know, staying PG here. I, I was like, I found it out. Say? I don't want to Don't say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But I, I found out I was an A's fan at that point. And I, I can see that with Warriors. With war, I can see like where people would be fair weather fans, but like they they jump on the they jump on the train, right? Mm-hmm. When the Warriors started getting good, as post Seth Curry, post Clay Thompson, post Draymond, all that stuff. Um, I've always liked the Warriors. I will admit, I am on this list. I am part of this fan you base. Are. Where I I was a Kings fan. Yeah, I was a Kings fan, and then I got disinterested in the NBA for a long time because the Kings weren't good. I was like, well, what do I got to follow? This was post Mike Bibby, Doug Christie, Peja Stoyakovic, Chris Webber, Vlade Divac, Scotty Pippen, Hito Turkoglu. It was post that era of the Kings. And I became a Warriors fan after a while because it was like what everyone else was rooting for, right? So I was like, ah, I might as well jump on this train. But then I found out there was, they were uh, – they're they're pretty good. They're pretty good. I think and I think that's an understatement. And so like yeah. I will I will accept that I am part of that fan base. Good. That that's the first on the step. Hype train. That's the first yeah. step is acceptance. The first step is <laughs> admitting you have a problem. That's all I'm saying. If you're a Warriors fan, great. Just admit it. Just be like, "Hey, I didn't grow up a Warriors fan. I liked them when they were good." I don't like I I Ugh, I, and I don't know if I want to say this. I I'm not opposed to people being fair weather fans. I'm really not because it it happens in sports, and if you're not truly invested into one team, then I don't care what team you root for. But 
to to say you're a true sports fan and to be a Fairweather fan seems like false to me. Like you're not a true sports fan if you just jump between whatever teams are good. So if that if you're just a casual sports fan and you're like, listen, I don't really care much about basketball. I don't know much, but the Warriors are good. I like them. Cool. All right. Whatever. No big deal. But I, I just 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 own it. That's all. I, that's all I'm saying. No, no hate against Warriors. There people, are worse but. things to jump on the bandwagon for. Like, I, I don't know. The Warriors like, is a pretty bad one because they're like clearly think, the think, best and most dominant team in the league, and so it's so know. easy to just jump on the train because you know that they're going to win. There's not no, another team I, like that. I don't in know about that. I think that there, there, I think there are people that were Patriots fans at that time. That oh yeah, Patriots, Patriots are fans. another one. Patriots are and another th- one. And I think that there are people that weren't baseball fans, but that automatically became Yankees fans or Red Sox fans. Yeah, because they they were winning. So it was, it was easy to jump on that bandwagon. So um, there's another list. Bandwagon fans. Oh, yeah, that would be a good one. one. Like right worst, there. we could like choose like based on the time period of like when people jumped on a train. That would actually be an interesting list. That would that would really be an yeah, interesting one. absolutely. I like it. But Mitch, we have a number one. And yes, we do. we're going to say it at the same time because I'm pretty sure we're talking about the same fan base here. <laughs> okay. Can we do it on three? Two, one. San, San Francisco, Francisco Giants. Giants. Oh yes, they're the worst. You suck, all oh, of you. you. People are the worst. <laughs> every even year we win the World Series. It's 2018. Oh, Where are you year. now, oh. huh? Where's the playoffs? Because I don't think you made the freaking playoffs this year. It's an even year. Oh my god, <laughs> I just. <laughs> they're, and I have to. So I'm gonna make an apology. I know you're not. I don't care, but go ahead. <laughs> Jordan Jordan Fox, Angela Farron, Jeremiah Brown, any Giants fan that listens to the podcast, I apologize. But you literally are the worst <laughs> baseball fans <laughs> on the face of the year. Luke Benton, a, with it's, all due respect, that, and I love like a, all those people <laughs> dearly. I love them so much, but oh my god, Giants! And you know what? And I will, I will say this. I will say this. Jordan Fox, our fantasy, our, our fantasy football expert, the resident fantasy football expert, is not this type of Giants fan. He he's very realistic about what they have. And it's probably because he's a baseball guy, right? He's a, he's a football guy, he's a baseball guy. He's very realistic about what he's got. Any other Giants fan is so unrealistic <laughs> about what they have. They oh that pitching staff though, you know, they're they're pretty built. They're pretty they're pretty stacked. They're pretty stacked. Okay, after Mad Bum, who can't stay healthy the entire year, who do you have? Yeah. I couldn't name a single pitcher. In their oh, pitching you know rotation. That, that lineup is pretty. That lineup is pretty good. That lineup is pretty good. Okay, you have a aging Evan Longoria and an Andrew McCutcheon who you traded halfway through the year. What do you have to look forward to? <laughs> the answer is nothing. 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 Absolutely you guys are terrible. 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 And you know what? When you talk about prospects, that's what they're the worst. When you talk about prospects, oh well, we have this guy in Double A. You know, he he might pan out. I think he's going to be the best baseball player in MLB in about five years. Okay, yeah, and then he's not. Then he's not. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh, well, I don't know what happened. You know, he got injured. He had a knee injury. He had a shoulder injury. You know, this and that." 
Guys, Giants fans, you guys are really the worst. Yeah, absolutely the worst. You are the the, absolutely the worst. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny, too. I'm pretty sure, Mitch, when we're doing this podcast like 30 years from now, I'm pretty sure Giants fans will still be saying, "Oh, well, it's uh, it's 2048. It's 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 an even year. I think we I think we have a shot at the World Series this year." Oh yeah, year, we yeah. have Barry Bonds' great grandson. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's he's going to be really good. Oh man, they're just insufferable. And then he winds up hitting 219 and the 219 as a career stat, <laughs> eight, you know, under 80 homers, and he's oh, you know, but he's Barry Bonds' grandson. You know, he's a good contributor to the lineup. I oh, just, we have Mad Bum's grandson. You know, he he went ten and twelve last year with a five four zero ERA. But you know what? <laughs> he's going to come back and he's going to have an under two ERA and he's going to strike out three hundred guys and he's going to win twenty four games. <laughs> Shut up! No, he's not going to do that. You people are so unrealistic about the prospects that you have and the lineup that you currently have. It is unbelievable the un like how unrealistic you are about your team. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I am so glad that we agreed oh, no, on this. No, no. Here, here's the worst part. Here's the worst part. <laughs> Go off on him, Mitch. Here's the worst part. <laughs> I hate hearing that Giants baseball is torture. I, I hate hearing that. I hate hearing. You want to know what's torture? Not winning a World Series for 108 years. Being a Cubs fan is torture. <laughs> Not winning a World Series for 86 years. Being a Boston Red Sox fan was torture. That's torture. Giants fans are not anything tortured. Yeah, you guys had Barry Bonds for like a long time. And then you won three worlds. Like, what is there to complain about? Oh, God, it's torture. Oh, my God. I don't know if I can be a Giants fan much longer. It's torture because you have unrealistic... They won a game by two runs. It's torture. They won a game by two runs. It's torture. You know what? That's a normal game. That's a normal game. <laughs> oh, I love Giants it. Giants fans. Yeah, Golly. you guys suck. Most insufferable. By uh, unanimously decided, Mitch. I think we don't even great. have to revisit that list because that will be at the top of the list every for single a, time. a long time. For a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, hilarious. hilarious. I think I just. I think my blood pressure okay? just rose yeah, up are you 40 okay? points. Oh my god, I'm red in the face. <laughs> I I feel like I'm going to pass out because I just yelled. Like, Golly. I love it. Giants fans are awful. Awful. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. This has been a special bonus edition of Mitch Moe's Top 5 List of the Week. Oh, you nailed it twice in a <laughs> I'm row. I'm feeling it now. I'm feeling it. it now. Guys, thanks for tuning into this bonus episode. Again, we want to thank you for all the support, the listens, the downloads, the shares that you have given us. It truly is uh, fun for us to be able to talk about sports. Uh, like Mitch said, we, we would do this anyways without you, but it's fun to do it with you and, and to have other people in on this conversation and to hear what you guys think of what goes on in sports and uh, I don't know. I just, it's just a blast. And I, I enjoy this a ton. And I appreciate Mitch uh, and this great segment he came up with all by himself. And is, it is literally my favorite part of the show. I love it. And I'm glad we were able to give these uh, special bonus lists for you guys today. Yeah. I Honestly, once again, we, we cannot do it without you guys, the listeners. Um, even if we offended you today. Um, stick we, around. We stick, you know, stick, it'll, it'll stick get around. better. We're gonna have, we're gonna have some good segments to come. Um, 
Guys, we, we really cannot do this without you. And I want to thank you guys all from the bottom of our heart for allowing me and Dallin to do what we love to do, which is talk sports, debate sports, and um, everyone from family to friends to the listeners that we don't know to the past guests, everyone in between. We just want to thank you so much for letting us do what we are able to do week in and week out. Yeah, 100%. Uh, be sure, if you haven't already, to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Like the Instagram. Follow, follow the Instagram, I mean, at the Sports Hour Guys, or follow us on Twitter at Sports Hour Guys. Uh, we have a Facebook page as well. Yeah! Go oh, like. Geez, we have a... Go like and follow the Facebook page, the Sports Hour guy, the Sports Hour with Mitch Moe and the Mormon. Uh, just like all the other socials, go like that page. We'll be posting content on there as well. A lot of questions. I think we're going to do a lot of like interactive things on the Facebook. Uh, so if you want to be a part of the conversation, be sure to like the Facebook page as well, and I will link that uh, in in the uh, about the notes of this of this podcast. Anything else you want to tell the people, Mitch? Just uh, comment, like, subscribe. Tell us we suck. That's the only way we can get better. Yep, that is it. And we will see you guys next week. See ya.